are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. I have uh, prepared a message earlier in the week, and uh, Mrs. Carr types things for me. She typed it, had it all ready. But I knew it blessed my heart, but it wasn't the right one. And uh, I get here early in the morning, and I was seeking a walk with God yesterday. And Lord, I said, I have some, and I began to pour my heart out to Him. And I said, here are some of my needs I'm facing today. I would like your help, and I'm turning to you. And I was in reading in my Bible reading yesterday in the book of Hebrews, and I came to church, chapter 13. And God began to speak to my heart regarding what I'm going to speak to you about tonight. In these uh, last 12 weeks, as I mentioned briefly this morning, I've had such great, great faith and courage. And I've had such great fear and great doubt. And I think all of us go through those things. I was pondering something yesterday morning about the possibility of tonight being downtown San Jose incarcerated. And it was troubling to me. I thought so much of my wife and I didn't want her to see that. In fact, to the point where I had everything straightened out. If I was not there tonight, everything was okay. I thought of our grandkids. I thought of this church. I thought about your children. And at moments, fear gripped me. But it just gripped me for a few moments yesterday. Because almost immediately I was in this text. The attorneys called me today and I saw their names on the phone and immediately I'm thinking, oh boy. <laughs> And he was checking on me, you know. <laughs> I thought, oh my. And uh, thank God for that. Isn't it amazing how you can have and I can have such great faith and in a moment's time can have such great fear? I pray that what God gave me early yesterday morning that I can and you can carry it through the seasons of life that are yet ahead of the Lord tarries. I think all that's happening in our streets tonight, it's very frightening. I'm gonna get done quickly. I understand there's a curfew in San Jose at 8.30 tonight. I need to get you home. That's in our area, that's right here. Where all my relatives are in the Nashville area and the Rockford area and around the nation, there's unrest in their area. And you have family the same. And the COVID thing was one thing and that's gonna be used all the way from now till November. And the riots are gonna be from now till November. But this is not the end of those two areas. There'll be some more things coming like that this summer. Because so much of this for Satan and liberalism hinges on November. November. 
They want the House, they want the Senate, and they want the White House. And I'm telling you, friend, by the grace of God, I am not, by the grace of God, going to fear what happens. God is in control. I refuse to live my life out of fear. God always honors faith. I meant to mention this morning in preaching uh, Esther, that great woman of courage, and she said, if I perish, I perish. My sweet chairman, my deacons, Brother Van Dyke and his wife were driving out, and I was right out here. I, I said to them, are you sure you should have been here? And by the way, if you're staying at home and you don't feel comfortable, God bless you. You're, you're, I told you, you're, you're okay with that. And Jackie said, I go, I go to Costco and I go here, and if I perish, I perish. <laughs> that helped me this morning. That was great. God's gonna, God, God's got this, friends. You're gonna have to worry about it. I have, I have no fear I don't need to worry about tomorrow. I know not what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. Every day of my life I pray, Lord, if this is the day I die, or if I live, or the rapture, I wanna be ready. And I'm ready. I'm ready for the rapture, but I'm ready to live. And I'm ready if this is the day that God has appointed, I'm ready to die. Please don't let my wife remarry. If she does, I will put the treber hex on her. I promise you that. <laughs> These two verses just bless my heart. And it will not take me very long to get it across to you tonight, a couple hours, but I'll do my best. The two verses that we read, verse five and six, uh, there's comparisons going on. There's God and there's man. There's faith and there's fear. There's strength and there's weakness, there's boldness, and there's trepidation. They're both going on there. Now I can live in the wisdom of man, and in fear, and in weakness, or trepidation, or I can live believing God, and in faith, and in strength, and in boldness. That's where I wanna live. I wanna live on that side tonight. Tonight I wanna look at this subject, faith or fear. What servant of not of faith is sin. I don't want to walk by sight. I don't want to walk in fear. I want to walk in faith. Now, let me ask you a question before I get to the text. Fear is all around us. What causes you to fear? What is it that causes you to, that's, that's what has to be checked in your life. What is it? I'm afraid I'll never get married. That could be your fear. And you become double-minded, and a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And so you will, God, God, I love what my wife says so often, we've heard her teach, I've heard her teach it, that Adam didn't go looking for a wife, God brought Adam a wife. And God in his time has that all in control. And if you're supposed to be married, and I believe God's word said it's not good for man to be alone, he'll find someone if that's what you need, and vice versa. But people fear that. People fear the news. Well, if you fear the news, don't watch it. Don't let anything cause you to fear. Some fear political parties. Some fear the medical world. 
we're just afraid of the medical world. Some fear the stock market. You ought to be like me, I have no idea how it works, so I don't fear the stock market. Some fear their job. I don't know if I want to have a job. I don't know if I'm going to get laid off. I don't know what's going to happen. Some fear their health. I mean, they literally live in fear of their health. There are people in this room that if you're talking to another person and they say, you know, I've got this pain under my rib right here. So, so do I. I've got the same pain. What'd your doctor say? Well, he said it, it, it might be, and they go on, and oh, what, what, what does it feel like? Oh, it's a burning sensation, a sharp pain. That's exactly how mine is. I think I have it. Uh, what, 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 what do you think it is? And they say, oh, and people get all worked up. I get this pressing thing on my head. It's called your finger. Chill out. Some people fear, some, and, and many, I, I don't know if I will do that. I hope I don't, but people fear death. I'm gonna die. And I hope that my last day, if I live and the Lord carries and there's a day that I die, I hope it's a sweet journey. I've read in my library, I've got a book of death, uh, death uh, conversations of saints and sinners. And I have so many, it's a large book of all the various ways that when preachers were dying, I got D.L. Moody's final words and Spurgeon's final words and great preachers' final words as they were dying. And it's so excited, I see them. I'm on my way. Heaven's, heaven's descending. Here it comes. Oh my. I tell you, I hope I, I hope I go that way, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing. Some of you fear your marriage. Through this COVID, I've talked and spoken to many people about their marriage. I don't think it's gonna make it. I think we're in real trouble. Some fear world leaders, communism, socialism. Some fear the November election. Some fear their children. And your children are wandering away from God. Sometimes with that wandering, they don't even talk to you anymore. And you fear, fear what's happening with your kids. Some fear loneliness. I'm so lonely in life. Others fear the old age. And I, I want you to know that that is reality with people. As people get older, you begin to see and the dear folks in our church that are getting older never make fun of a person's age. Never mention a lady's age. Never, that's not appropriate. Never mention a lady's age. If she mentions it's up to her. Never talk to people about your age. Never talk to people about if it's not your best. Hey, what's Medicare like? What's Social Security like? What's, they don't need that conversation. It's an amazing thing, people in this church that I've dealt with through the years as they get older and sometimes lose the strength what they one time had. It's an amazing thing as you get older, and I've talked to so many people about this, and you begin to get forgetful and thinking, oh no. When we were younger, we forgot things too, but you get older and think, oh no, is it setting in? 
And there are people I've talked to in this very room that say, I'm wondering at times if I have dementia. I wonder if I have Alzheimer's. And never make fun of that because it's a frightening thing. I recall both times when both my parents, one time, each one, a couple of times with my dad, when I came in, they had no idea who I was. I had a, I told, talked, I said, Dad, I, I said, who, who am I? He goes, you're my doctor. I said, no, I'm your pastor. More importantly, I'm your son. You know how sad it is when a person knows, I don't know about dementia yet, I don't know about Alzheimer's, but understand that you begin to become aware of the fact that you're losing your faculties. And when people do that, friend, that is not the time in your life to become the medical expert and talk to them about it, let somebody else. What causes you to fear? And tonight, we have this text before us, fear or faith. To fear is just simply this, to tremble or to quake. Now, the ramifications, we might run when we have fear. We might pout when we have fear. We might criticize when we have fear. We might attack when we have fear. We might, who knows what we're gonna do, but fear is just simply to tremble and to quake. But there's two Groups of people here I mentioned. What is God? Notice what God says in the midst of our fear and our anxiety. Notice what he says in the latter part of verse number five. For he has said, one, I will never leave you. I will never leave you. And I, I was thinking yesterday morning about if I'm sleeping somewhere else tonight, that what if I were gonna be sleeping somewhere else tonight, you know what I'm talking about, I'm trying to be careful with kids here, that God, God, you're going with me tomorrow. Wherever I sleep tomorrow night, I'm not alone. You're going with me. God, I'm not alone. You'll never leave me. You're gonna go with me on a boat. You're gonna go with me on a plane. You're gonna go with me in a car. You're gonna go with me to another state. You're gonna go with me to another country. You're gonna go with me to a jail cell. You're gonna go with me to a freedom. You're gonna go with me on vacation. Wherever I am, you're there. I will never, ever leave you. I began to sing on page 273, and I don't have a song book here, but I began to sing, no. Never alone, no, no, never alone. He promised never to leave me. He claimed me for his own. No, never alone, no, no, never alone. If I had the words, you don't need to look at the stanza three was the word stanza really blessed my heart. Oh my goodness. I never walk alone, I have a savior. Not only do I don't have to worry about the fact that I have to be alone because he said, I will never leave you. He said, I will never leave you. He said, I'll never leave you. Say it with me, he said what? I will never leave you. Say it again, please. I will never leave you. But he said, secondly, I'll never forsake you. 
Or tomorrow night I said, if I'm over here, you're not going to abandon me. We're going together. I'm not going to, I'll never leave you. I'm going to walk with you. Jesus will walk with me down through the valley. Jesus will walk with me over the plain. I'll never leave you, son. Where you go, I'm going. And he says, not only will I not leave you, I will not forsake you. I'll never forget. I was thinking, now what is that verse? <laughs> what is that verse? And that was Psalm 23, 4. <laughs> I couldn't get it. I said, Lord, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And I had to back up. Where's that at? Where's that at? It wasn't coming to me. It was early in the morning. And I said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they cut me. I don't have to be afraid. God has 2020 under control. God has June 1st, 2020, tomorrow under control. There's no surprises of God. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. One, I will never leave you. Two, I will never forsake you. Say it together. One, I will never leave you. Two, I will never forsake you. Three, I will be your helper. I'll help you, Jack. I'm gonna help you. Need help, son? I'll help you. Notice what he says. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my, what's the word? He's my helper. He's my helper. I, I will never leave you, one. I will never forsake you, two. I will be your helper, three. Say it together. I will never, I will never, I will be your, oh my, he'll be my helper. Keep your hand right there. Go with me to Psalm, Isaiah, please, Isaiah 41. You know the verse you're saying amen already. You know where we're going. Isaiah 41, and I want you to read this verse. This was our church verse a few years ago. He said, I'll be your helper. I'll help you, Jack. I'll help you, I'll help you, dear friend, in your loneliness. I'll help you in your sorrow. I'll help you in your old age. I'll help you as your health is failing. I'll help you with your marriage. I'll help you with your fear. I'll help you, son. I'll help you, dear lady. I'll help you, teenager. I'll help you, child. Look at Isaiah 41.10. I want us to read it. Isaiah 41.10, ready, begin. Fear thou not. Look at verse 13, for I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, fear not, I will, what's the word? Help thee, look at verse 14, fear not, thou worm Jacob, ye men of Israel, I will help thee. Oh, I thank God that we have as Christians someone we can turn to who will always help us. Oh God, my help in ages past, my hope for years to come. I want to say three things tonight about God. He said, I'm never going to leave you, son. He said, secondly, I'm not going to forsake you. You can count on me. And, and thirdly, I want to help you. But now, notice those three promises and notice man. Notice what man, man produces fear. Verse number six, that I may boldly say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. Here it is what man can do unto me. 
I don't have to fear man. Man, let me tell you something about life. If you haven't figured it out yet, man is going to hurt you. Man is going to betray you. And it might be those little children that are sitting right next to you. I know of children that have had lawsuits against their parents. I know of siblings that have had lawsuits after mother and dad are gone over with, with one another. Uh, man hurts. Man betrays. Man attacks. Man can lie. Man can get brought in, men and women, I'm man talking about mankind, can be brought into uh, 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 someone who is, is against the things of God and turn their heads and draw them away from the things of God. And the place I've seen in my ministry all these years, the church that you love so much, now you despise and you hate. But I want to remind you that Galatians says it so well. Ye did run well. Who? Who hath hindered thee? Be careful the who's because they'll get you out of the things of God. If you're incarcerated, Man can't hurt you. I'm not going to have to fear what man can do to me. I'm not trying to magnify. It's the last illustration I'll give on this, but I got thinking, I hope if tomorrow night I'm not in my own bed, I hope I can sing like Paul and Silas in Acts 16. I'm hoping that, hey, hey, I ride the bus. When I was younger, I used to ride the bus. You're the preacher over there. I got thinking about talking about it. Hey, did you get saved? Speaking loud. At North Valley Baptist Church, you get saved there. I did. Who's your bus captain? I had this whole conversation. I was getting courage, man. I was hoping I was going. It was going to be awesome. Three hots and a cot. Only us jail people know that one, don't we? <laughs> I tell you what, I don't have to fear tomorrow. I, I don't have to fear. I don't have to, I don't have to fear what man can do. Why? Because he told me he's going to be with me. He's going to help me. He'll never forsake me. And so then I had on my desk right there. We just bought Brother Elliot and myself. We bought these books. There's 400 songs in here for the choir. And the orchestra we have years and some like there's at the cross and and the uh, uh, some of these songs, you know, that you, you all know. We, won't, we, we have those in our hymn book. It is well with my soul. But it's an old southern gospel hymnal from about the 1930s. The choir, we got one for all of you. You're going to start singing these. And I, I got to, that you're going to have a great time singing them. We're just going to sing them. And I got over here, I, I, just, I just flipped open, and it had nothing to do with what I was talking about. But when I began to sing it, sing, sing it, it began to, it began to give me such comfort. Sweet is the song I'm singing today. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. And I got happy in my office. Said, Lord, I'm redeemed. I don't have to fear what man will do. I'm redeemed. Trouble and sorrow. Well, I'm feeling that a little bit. Have vanished away. I have been, I have been redeemed. And I sang that, great is the joy 
as onward I go. Well, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed. Got happy all the way homeward. My praises shall flow while I've been redeemed. Precious indeed is my Savior to me. I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed. Happy and glory someday I shall be. Well, I have been redeemed. I'm redeemed by love divine. Glory, glory, Christ is mine. Now to him I all reside. I have been redeemed. Oh, I tell you what, it got on. I'm thinking I'm saved. I don't have to fear what man could do. I've got God on my side. He will, he will never leave me. He's never gonna forsake me. He will always be my helper. Thank God I will trust and not be afraid. This text is taken where he said, I'll never leave thee from Deuteronomy 31. And don't, you don't need to turn there for the sake of time. I'll read it for you. And Moses is now dying. He has been with the Israelites. He's led them out of bondage. He's led them out of the, uh, Egypt. And he's now getting ready to die. And he's given his last advice to the people of God. And he said to them, now, I want you to know this before I die. Be strong and have good courage and fear not, nor be afraid of them. The Lord thy God, he is that doth go with thee he will not fail thee nor forsake thee. I don't want to live in fear this week. Jesus Christ is made to me all I need. Brother Bertram, you prayed nearly that tonight. All we ever need is in Jesus. He is all I need. He's all I need. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.